In Episode 7, we sit down with Emily Milheiser from Caritas, shedding light on their impactful work in the Richmond, Virginia area. Discover how you can make a difference through donations or volunteering. Tune in and be inspired. and welcome back to another episode of the Between the Cracks podcast. I'm Madden. I'm Matt. And I'm Andrew. And today we're going to be interviewing the lovely Emily Milheiser with Caritas. She came in to talk a little bit about how the community can give back to such a wonderful organization. That's right. But before we do that, we're going to have a little fun. Um, It is coming up on the end of the year. Yeah. And... So I want to do something a little fun, and we got brought Andrew in here. He's our energy guy around here. So what we're going to do today is we're going to play a little bit of a cross between Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. Matt's very excited to be the game master today. That's right. I've been building this for a while just to have fun with these guys. So we are going to start with Andrew. So Andrew, for those that are not watching video, you'll select a category. I'll read the answer, and you must answer in the form of a question. Oakley dokley. So choose your category. Well, being the environmental guy, I should probably start with environment, but that's no fun. So we're going to go with my weakest subject and do Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader Computer for 400? And just to be clear, I don't know why there's two 200s up there. There are, but I was going to address that when I decided to go for the cheap bucks. All right. The answer, he was the creator of the Windows software. Who is Bill Gates? Who is Bill Gates? Point number one. Go ahead and do the next one. I was going to say, is this like real Jeopardy? No, no, you just keep going. Let's just... You get one wrong. Let's see if I can get... three. If you get three right, then we move on. That's fair. I can believe in mercy rules. Let's stay in the computer and go 800. 800. This was the most popular web browser for 14 years. What is Yahoo? That would be incorrect. It was Internet Explorer. Am I allowed to answer if I know? Are we digging in? Like, that's how Jeopardy works. But this is a cross between, are you okay. smart the fifth grade okay. and, Jeff- okay. and Jeopardy? I will not ding in then. We can't, we can't have a whole bunch of people talking at the same time, Madden. Come on. I wonder if I could get points. And I like to I think it. before I answer. <laughs> I don't want to feel pressured. <laughs> um, Let's do... English 400. English 400. This genre outlines a person's life. Biography. You would be incorrect. What is an autobiography? No, it's, it's an autobiography if they write it themselves. It's a biography if someone writes it about the other people. I so see. it outlines a person's life. Biography is correct. I could agree with Madden, except she didn't answer in the form of a question. That's true. Judges? Judges say... <laughs> Maybe if you had said autobiography. Yeah. Maybe we could have. Okay, that question is wrong. <laughs> so that's what I would like to. I would like All right, to. Let's get you, I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. 
Um, Let's do English 800. The central character in a story or plot. I don't know what answer you're going for here, but we're going to go with who is a heroine. Mm -mm. That is a central character. What would you say? What is a protagonist? What is a protagonist? They're both... Matt, you need to work on your questioning skills. He got it. Heroin is specifically female-oriented, though. It's not. I believe you can spell Heroine, it differently. Heroin's the female of hero. Okay. That's still... I, I think somebody here is extremely competitive, and I love that about Matt. And so let's go on with Andrew. Can I do... Let's just keep embarrassing myself. Let's do computer for a 1,000. Good. All right. These... There are this many megabytes in a gigabyte. Oh, wait, I should know this. Hold on, because I play video games. Is it a, what is a thousand? What is approximately a thousand? Oh. Andrew did get that one right. All right, move on to the next one. All right, let's do the second 200 for computers. Please. This company created its revolutionary new product on June 29th, 2007. What is Apple? What is Apple? Who is Apple's, I guess, the right one? I was saying what in terms of the company itself. All right, that works for me. All right, one more. Let's just round off computers. TikTok was invented in this year. I hate TikTok, and I will probably not get this correct, but I'm going to guess what is 2019? What is 2016? Was it TikTok then? I think so. I wouldn't know though because, like I, I know, said, it could have been musically, but it's I still think the same it, company. Oh, okay, well, man, alive! Look at this. <laughs> All right, Madden, go ahead. See if you can actually get something right. Oh, okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Not uh, on a technical. <laughs> let's do the first science. First science between sound and light. This one is faster. What is light? What is light? That is correct. Thank you. <laughs> Next one. Let's do the second science. You're going to be going higher if you want to beat him here. A scientist who studies rocks. Who is a geologist? Correct. I feel like I hit that twice. Yeah. All right. Last one. Let's do science 400. You sure it's the last one? I don't care. What happened to the, the competitive person that I, started this game? Because I'm mad at you, not at him. <laughs> a force that occurs when one object rubs against another object. What is friction? What is friction? Thank you for demonstrating, Andrew. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, so we just finished up at 1600 for Andrew, 800 for Madden, and we will finish off a couple minutes. We're going to do a couple minutes at the end after the... After we talk to Emily. Emily. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Between the Cracks. Today we are joined by Emily Milhauser. Milheiser. Milheiser. Yeah. Okay. From Caritas. We are so thankful to have you today. And can you tell us a little bit about what Caritas is? Yes. So folks who have lived in Richmond for a long time probably think of Caritas as traveling homeless shelter. We used to have a school bus with Caritas on the side that would take folks to different congregations all over town that would provide shelter for a week at a time. And we did that for 
more than 30 years, but it was always our goal to have 24-7 emergency shelter locations, which we have today. And over the years that we've been open, since the, the late 80s, we have learned a lot about what causes folks to be chronically homeless. And so we have a lot of programs now around housing stability and recovery services. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then what role do you play at Caritas? I'm the Senior Director of Community and Donor Engagement. So I do some fundraising. I come out and talk to folks in the community. I receive volunteers coming into Caritas to help us with various things. So a little bit of everything. No, that's cool. Where, how, what's your reach? In and, terms of like regionally? Yes. We are Greater Richmond, so City, Chesterfield, Henrico, Hanover, and I believe some Fugeland as well sometimes. Okay. Cool. So, like you kind of touched on, you guys were a traveling homeless shelter. Can you walk us through the transformation of becoming more like a permanent fixture? Yeah. So that congregational model for the shelter really was the case up until about 2018. But we also have developed a lot of other programs, as I mentioned. So there is a large residential recovery program that we have called the Healing Place. And it is completely free to folks who need recovery services. They come and live with us for months at a time. And all of their needs are taken care of so that they can really just focus on getting sober. So that program came to Richmond in 2005. And there was a lot of overlap between their clients and folks who Caritas was serving. And so the Healing Place for Men came under the Caritas umbrella in 2012. Nice. We also realized that a lot of folks were getting some form of roof over their head, but had nothing inside their front door. You know, there was no bed to sleep on, no table to eat at. And so we now have a furniture bank that serves more than 500 families a year with donated furniture from the community or furniture that corporate groups have come in and built tables or something mm -hmm. like that for us. Additionally, we realized in the recovery realm that folks would spend all this time getting sober, really getting their life on a different path, and there were two specific doors that they would have slammed in their face as they were trying to reenter the world. One was housing-related because they were not yet in a good place with income where they could go you know, rent a place or whatever, and the other was employment. And so we have an employment readiness program. It's a, a six-week boot camp where folks come to, to work 40 hours a week learning how to write a resume, how to dress professionally, how to interview, all that important stuff. And we also now have 47 sober living apartments on wow. our campus where we can house about 125 people who want to live around other people in recovery. Awesome. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, and I actually didn't even really answer your original question. No, no, you're good. <laughs> about our shelters. So the that Healing Place for Men program on Dinwiddie Avenue is now also just our men's campus in general. So uh -huh. our men's emergency shelter is there where we have 36 men. And then the Caritas Center, which is our huge 150,000-square-foot building on Stockton mm -hmm. Street, is where our women's emergency shelter is housed for 28 women. Awesome. Now, the furniture bank, is that 
Does that take appliances and stuff too, or is that just furniture? We do not take appliances. We just take furniture and really focus on essential household items. Mm -hmm. So most of the folks that we work with are moving into relatively small homes. So we don't take, for example, like king size mattresses because they typically just can't fit them wherever they're going. But we are, I believe, the only place that can actually take used mattresses from folks because we actually have a bed bug oven in our warehouse. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so our warehouse manager at some point figured out that bed bugs die at like 122 degrees or something like that. And you can actually bake furniture up to 130 or something without hurting it. And so couches and mattresses and things that come into our warehouse go through the bed bug oven. So we're able to take twin full and queen mattresses mm-hmm. from folks who are looking to get rid of beds and and repurpose those to the community. Yeah, that's fabulous. I I saw your panel presentation when you met Scooter. Yeah. And I know we had talked about all that stuff. Is there any specific like types of furniture or donations that you're currently looking for? Yes, we are actually running really low on sofas at the moment. So if anybody's got, you know, a a good usable but unloved sofa in the basement or something, (laughs) we are super happy to take that from you. We are also running low on full and queen mattresses. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we have partnerships with the University of Richmond and VCU that when they turn over the mattresses in their dorms, they will donate those to us. Oh, so nice. we do have a lot of twin size mattresses. That's good. Yes. So we can send everybody home with some form of bed, but a lot of adults are a little big for a twin bed. <laughs> so, you know, any of those more medium sized mattresses we could definitely use at this point. And also just pots and pans. We try to send folks home with kitchen supplies so they can actually cook and not just, you know, microwave food or eat fast food or whatever. And we are fairly low on kitchen stuff at the moment, too. Okay. Awesome. So I know you handle some of, like, the fundraising. What do you have in terms of upcoming events? A couple things. That's a great question. So next Thursday night, Jufro Restaurant in Chaco Bottom is actually doing a fundraiser for us. They have multiple folks who have graduated from our recovery program who work for them, and so they kind of wanted to do a, a give back night for us. So next Thursday, that's a, a ticketed sort of cocktail party type of event at Jufro. We are starting a pickleball tournament Ooh. in February of next year. We're going to be partnering with Performance Pickleball that's getting ready to open this amazing facility. I don't even know anything about pickleball. <laughs> And I've gone into Word, and I'm like, wow, this is such a great addition to Richmond. So that's going to be Friday, February 9th, competitive pickleball tournament for us. And the there's a new half marathon 5K that is starting in March. Oh. That is also, Caritas is one of the, the charitable partners for that event. Mm-hmm. So lots of lots of things happening. And then, of course, we are just always open for donations in general. Gotcha. So I guess your parents are going to be coming in in February. I know. Apparently, they're going to need to. Are they pickleballers? My parents love pickleball. (laughs) Love that. So I'm over my Christmas break. I'm being taught how to play pickleball. I was not given the option. I was being told, (laughs) while you're here, we are playing pickleball, and you're going to learn. Okay. And so, I don't know, maybe I'm going to be really good and I'm going to be in this tournament in That's February. Right. I, don't, I don't know. It's all for a good cause. So yeah, seems absolutely. perfect. I mean, it se- seems like a great team building 5K is what I'm hearing. 
I mean, I'm planning to walk the 5K personally. Okay, there's, so. there's no way we're running. I'm, there, walk, there I'm are walking options. 5K this weekend. Yeah, so. he's nice. <laughs> he's, he's doing the... Uh, Khaki light run. Khaki light run, yeah. yep. Very cool. There. Uh, well, I know this one is going to start and end at the University of Richmond, uh, so I'm sure the oh. course is going to be Oh, beautiful. Scooter's going to oh. love that. Oh, yeah, Scooter's in. He's, <laughs> he's already in. He loves the University of Richmond. That's his alma mater. Very cool. Is there... Other than donations and stuff, is there other ways to be involved, like actually hands-in? Yeah, absolutely. We have thousands of folks who volunteer at Caritas every year. So our warehouse, uh, where all of our donations land originally, mm-hmm. volunteers will come in and sort through those things and make sure that they are able to be given mm-hmm. back to our folks or maybe they need to go to the animal shelter or just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We have corporate groups that will come in and build tables and dressers and things to kind of have some back stock for us mm-hmm. if we haven't gotten enough donations. We have lots of retired folks who come and spend a couple mornings a week with us organizing dishes and repairing furniture that might have a loose leg or something like that. And even though we are not going out to our congregational partners anymore, we have folks bringing meals to us probably most days of the week at this point. So a lot of our, our church friends are still supporting us by putting together food and bringing that because we serve more than 800 meals a day. Wow. Toss, so that is a lot. It is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know we're always looking for different places to volunteer and give back to the community as like a Burgess family. Um, and I know we had talked about Caritas before. Yes, so and we, I mean, of, we spoke with Elizabeth Hagen, which yeah. we talked about earlier, and, and she thinks so highly of Caritas. And yes. quite honestly, I, I got to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know that much about it at that no. point. No, yeah. Well, neither but, of us really, because we're yes. not Richmond natives. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But we've been learning a lot about it. So it's something that s- sounds very uh, amazing. I know my wife and I are definitely going to keep our eye on that. We've, uh, we've actually given away furniture that when we get new stuff, we've always given it away to yeah. somebody that needs it, anyways. But so if that'd be nice just to be able to help out as much as we can. Yeah. And we do have like, you know, Elizabeth's group from Joiner and yeah. um, we've had various like home builders and folks come out. And sometimes if we have a volunteer group that might have a, a little bit of specialized knowledge about something, um, you know, maybe we would give you guys like a facilities project or something mm-hmm. that you would understand better how to do than like the random mm-hmm. volunteer off the yeah. street. So very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So if someone does want to get involved how do they reach out? How, how do they contact? Yeah, our website is probably the easiest place to start. That is just caritasva.org. And there's it's it's pretty dense, actually, because of all the things we do. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, information on there about how to give, how to come and volunteer. We do a, a virtual volunteer orientation via Zoom most weeks so that people can just get a sense of what the different opportunities are. And then once you're you have a profile in our volunteer system, which takes like three minutes to set up. Just go in and schedule yourself for volunteerships. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah. That makes it really easy. Um, so then here's just a question we kind of ask everyone who comes on to the podcast. What are some of your favorite places to visit in Richmond? Um, gosh, I have so many. Um, <laughs> so I, this weekend, for the holidays, um, one of my favorite things is the Churchill Holiday House Tour. Okay. So uh, they open probably 10 homes a year. Um, 
to just be toured and it's a fundraiser for the neighborhood association. Um, same thing that they do in the fan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so I just love going to see how folks have renovated, you know, 250 year old homes to make them livable today. And then also the way they've decorated and everything is, is really cool. You know, obviously our restaurant scene here is just incredible mm-hmm. and it's, it's not really river activity season at the moment, but definitely in, you know, nicer weather anytime I can get down near the river to, you know, see a concert or hike or whatever. It's just great. Awesome. And now we also ask everyone what their favorite charity is. And you don't have to answer Caritas, but you totally can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, obviously I live and breathe Caritas 40 plus hours a week. Um, But I can actually tell you about something else I'm involved with, which is a women's collective giving circle called Impact 100 Richmond. So we are just a group of rich men who, a group of rich men, a group of women, <laughs> um, who pool funds every year and um, we're a completely volunteer-based organization and nonprofits will apply to receive a $100,000 grant from us. And the idea is that they have a, a big project, a big idea, and they need someone to write them a big check. And so we have volunteers who get together, we divide those applications they go out and visit those nonprofits and hear more about the projects. And then we have an event called the Big Give, where mm-hmm. five nonprofits get up and present to us about what they want to do. We vote there on the spot, and we hand somebody a, a big cardboard check for $100,000. So. That is awesome. Yeah. What what projects have happened in the past? Like, what's an idea of something that they've accomplished? Yeah, so we just had the, the Big Give for 2023 last month and our most recent recipient is a, a group called dignity grows that mm-hmm. provides uh, feminine hygiene project products to mm-hmm. women who can't afford them caritas has actually been a recipient of of impact 100 funding connexus vision services child savers feed more like there's some some smaller groups like maybe like an art 180 mm-hmm. but then also some some large well-known folks who were doing a project nice that is amazing I wish we're trying to get more involved in the community as you can see coming in we're, we're working with the food bank right mm-hmm. now and so we, we actually went I guess a couple weeks ago and, and did was the, handing out food yep, to people food trying dist- to help out distribution so, so we're definitely interested and I'd love to talk to you more about how maybe we as a company can yeah. help out more. Yeah. And I think we're sort of seeing a trend in that direction because I feel like, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, people would volunteer more with their neighbors or their church or something like that. And it seems like as life gets busier and busier, yeah. trying to coordinate with people, but you're going to see your coworkers and you're going to kind of be on the same schedule anyway. So yeah. it seems like we have more and more corporate groups saying, you know, as a group, we want to try to figure out how to give back. Absolutely. I think that is something when we, we had talked about before and then I was like, okay, if we if we can get someone from Caritas on, we're going to ask. We're going to see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also, the folks who are in our recovery program go out once a month in the summer and do a cookout just in Forest Hill Park just to, you know, get out of the building, have some fun. And uh, we will have corporate partners who come and just help man the grills and maybe, you know, play cornhole with them and things. So, just kind of depending on what time of year it is and what the needs are, we have had a lot of different involvement from the community with with our programs. It's amazing. This this is a really great idea, Matt. You had a great idea to bring on Kara. Yeah, I was due. I was due. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it's, we're going towards the end of the year. I hadn't had one yet, so yeah. Mm. He had to have his his big give to the company of 2023, (laughs) having having Caritas on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. We always really appreciate any opportunity to get the word out because I think even people who know about the furniture bank or know about Mm -hmm. the shelter, know about the healing place, often don't know about all the things that we do. I certainly did not. I mean, I had heard a little bit from you a couple of weeks ago and Elizabeth had mentioned it, but I didn't know anything until I went on the website and I was like, there's just a lot of information here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and actually probably one of the easiest ways to, to grasp everything. We do public tours every Tuesday at 10 AM. And that is also something you can just sign up for on our website, take people through our whole facility and kind of show them the, the whole operation. And I think most people walk away from that. Like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. This is what they do. Yeah. That's awesome. So, well, before we close, is there anything that you'd like to put out that we haven't asked you about or something that you want to make sure that? Yeah, I think, um, and I'm sure you guys see this quite a bit in your line of work, but, you know, folks ask me every day, like, what can we do to, to help with homelessness in Richmond, right? And I think human nature is for all of us to just go about and do the things we do every day and, and sort of see what's right in front of us. Richmond is growing pretty rapidly. And last year, an, an average of 28 people a day moved to Richmond, which is just like, huh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, when they're building all these apartment buildings in Scott's Edition or Manchester or whatever, there's a reason that developers keep building housing. But I think it's just really important for all of us to realize that we've got to have housing for our baby boomers, that they can navigate, you know, without stairs, without having to maintain a yard. And then just really being aware of these folks on the the low end of the spectrum with rents going up as as rapidly as they are, like, how are we going to make sure these people don't end up on the street? And and just a community-wide awareness of that to to help that flow of people who are continuing to become homeless. Well, I really, we all appreciate everything that Caritas does for Richmond. If there's anything that we can do, please always reach out to us. We'd be happy to help in any way we can as well. And we really appreciate you coming on and talking to us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you again to Emily from Caritas for coming and sharing all of those wonderful things with us. We really appreciate her time. And now we get back to the game. Yes. Before we get back to the game, though, I do want to say that we look forward to helping out with Emily at Caritas. And I hope that other people join in as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for that. Yes. So now we're going to go get back to the game real quick and just spend a couple minutes here. We've actually fixed the board a little bit so it looks more correct. And we're going into a double jeopardy here. So Madden being the low score, you can pick first. Burgess Inspections, 800. 800. Woohoo. Burgess Inspections has completed more than this many inspections. And I may have this incorrect because this was an old one, but I'll give it to you if you get the right answer. <laughs> what is 40,000 inspections? What is 40,000? So technically, you could have said one, and that would be right, right? Yeah. That's this is possibly this true. Is but, but he wouldn't have given it to you because that's not, not how Matt works. That's also not an impressive number. <laughs> no, 40,000 sounds better. All right, what's next? Let's do Burgess inspections for 600. This is Burgess Inspection's longest tenured employee that is not Scooter. Who is Trisha? Trisha Kelly. That is correct. 
I almost said Mike, and then I was like, oh, Trisha's been here since the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> She's been here since like 2005 yeah, or something like, like that. Oh, it was, or at least on payroll since 2005. Right. I think she was working she's for probably before been then. Here yeah, since she... like 1995. <laughs> yeah, no, she's been here for, for the longest. Let's do Burgess Inspections for 1,000. All right. Burgess Inspections completed commercial inspections in these areas. Do you mean completed or completes? I don't know. I can't see that part. It says complete. It says complete. There you go. Okay. Well, it technically will complete commercial inspections anywhere. So what is the entire United States? Was and the entire beyond, state of Virginia and beyond. Judges, we'll, we'll give you that one. We've done one in New York. <laughs> we have gone to New York, so. So I'm just saying, you know, I know it's the entire state of Virginia, but it's not only the entire state of Virginia. All right. Andrew, you get a go to either three or to you miss one. And we'll call it. Let's do movie quotes for 600, please. There's no place like home. Uh, what is the Wizard of Oz? What is the Wizard of Oz? That is correct. Let's do movie quotes for a thousand. Going for the tie. You can't handle the truth. What is a few good men? What is a few good men? One to go. Is this going to be the winner? I hope so. Mm. You can't do Back to the Future because we accidentally showed those answers. <sighs> That's fair. Let's let's do an interesting one. Let's do Richmond Fun Facts for 600. Where could you have lunch with the legendary Santa and Snow Queen? Oh, that's that building that I don't know the name of because it stopped existing <laughs> by the time I was born, but I know what it's called. I know this is going to be a hard one. It's the something and something, and it's the place that Five, had the perfume. Four, three, I'm just two. What is, what is Merlin Gross? That's probably pretty close. What is ah, Miller and Rose? That was my instinct. I'm trying to get me that. Oh, so we ended we up at a tie. That is amazing. That is amazing. Everybody's right. a winner here. You know here. what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one and whoever hollers out the answer first. All right. Let's go with... Do Richmond Fun Facts. I feel like that's the most equal for both of us. Uh, no. Not. I'm, not I'm never, <laughs> I would have no idea. Real estate acronym. Okay. All right. HOA. What is Homeowners Association? Association? Just to be fair, I said you what said is. You said it is a question, I know. F FSBO. Uh, what is for sale what? by owner? Oh, there's your winner. That's a good game. Yeah. That was fun. Hate this He's game. already out of here. Yeah, I know. Andrew's like, game. I'm out of here. I lost. <laughs> I'm I lost. done. <laughs> yeah, I would never have known the Richmond Fun Facts. That was not a strong category for me. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. And I hope everybody has an amazing Christmas and a happy new year. Yep. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to like, follow, and share on all our social media. Have a great one. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Between the Cracks podcast. 